The following is another dynamic message by Ryan Jacobs, prophet, teacher, and leader of the Empowered Church. Amen. Hallelujah. So, so today we want to talk specifically what the Lord, and I, I mentioned it to some people before this, that we want to talk about the 20s, right? The 20s as in the 20s coming up, right? So we want to deal today specifically with the years that God has for us ahead of us. So we want to look at 2020 to 2029. It looks like a long time, but it is very short. This year has gone at a lightning speed. And so, so, and if you multiply that by 10, the decade will be in a similar manner. And this particular decade will be a different one than the one that was before. And so we want to talk about what is required of us in the 20s and what, what God wants to do in the 20s and how you and I need to position ourselves at the start of 2020 uh, um, to be, to, to, to be, to be um, ready with God. Now, first of all, I think this is this maybe uh, just to lay a foundation. Remember the things of God in Moses. Um, when God made, when God formed Adam and Eve, uh, God never intended for man to live by a set of principles. So, so God never, it's the things of God, it's not, even if it's in a book, like this book here, called the Holy Bible, it is never intended to be adhered. But the word of Christ is supposed to dwell in us. It should be supposed to be alive on the inside of us. Else we will get to what Jesus said of the Pharisees. Is, you search the scriptures, thinking therein you will find eternal life. But the very same scripture speaks or testifies of me, but yet you will not come to me and so so the word of god should be alive everything that god expects of you should be out of the out of spirit which is it is undiable right it cannot die right? so you can't kill spirit it, it is spirit is eternal but spirit is alive Right, and and so flesh may die, but spirit does not. And so everything that we speak about here, even if we say think like this, it is not. You you have to get out of the religious or out of the world thinking of this. That that everything that God expects of you must become alive in you. Every scripture in the Bible is supposed to be alive, living by itself, having its own existence inside of you. Right. So as I stand here, there's nothing I have, I have, I use no, no zero effort to say what I say. Why? Because the word itself inside of me is speaking living breathing in me right so so i can be so i i could be so i i sit in and i want to so let me because it is we have a projector let me put up a slide at least so otherwise it's going to look empty so now i sit at the thing this afternoon and say hey uh, let me sit at the at the computer so i've over this morning so and, and i sat there and said let me put up a slide so they can at least say they had a slide all right so so but as i sit there 
I feel on the inside of me a movement of the spirit. I began to go Brazil I feel something move, like my senses feel the atmosphere change. Suddenly, my spiritual eyes open. I find myself on my face, and, and, and the voice of the Lord is taking my eyes through, through the decade that's coming. And emphasize, and as he's doing this, he is, he is now selecting scriptures come alive, and I see images. And I remember this. It says the images that immediately something else wakes up and says, this image is in, in, in that chapter of the Bible. Now, I don't know what I have to be. And now he starts to speak in a language, but English, but English that is above my education grade. Now, all this is happening in a moment. I didn't try to. I didn't say I must pray. I didn't say it is happening on the inside of me. And when he is done with me, is gone. And now I had to get up. Now that's my effort to get up and find that scripture and read it. And say, ah, it's not how true. Here it is. Now that is the Holy Spirit. That is the life of the believer. That's the life of the Christian. Okay? So everything that we talk about to here today, it's not principles or, or points or things that we must remember to do. No, no, no. It is these things that are available to us if we embrace the Holy Spirit. He will, we will live in and through us after this manner. Yeah? Right? And so, because it's very difficult. That's why, that's why Christians struggle to move in the Spirit, struggle to operate in the Spirit, well, because of, of, of the fact that it, it's, they think it's something that you must adhere. No. It is, it is the Word must be alive inside of you. Years ago, we still had a Bible study thing in the house. We, 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 we explained the, the difference between the scriptures and the word of God. And how when you have, because what God gave you is the scriptures. But the scriptures don't work in the spiritual world. The scriptures only work in the realm of the mind. Why? But the word of God works in the spirit. And there is a transformation, a process. There is a converter, converting process that takes scriptures to the word. And when you're in the word, there is power. A self-fulfillment of words. And we have to, so what we're talking about today is, is, is saying that that word, this realm that we're talking about, is not the realm of the scriptures, though it's the scriptures, is by inspiration of, so I was, what we just said, that this scriptures is the lowest expression of God, but it reaches man on the level where man is at. So this, every scripture is a, is a chariot, if you will. Right? So in one scripture, the scripture can, I used to say to people, I used to prophesy, um, other fellow prophets would tell you, when I was younger, we would, we would just, I would take any, all we have to do is get me my Bible and give me a pen. And as long as I can read, I, when the moment my pen hits any verse, and I end the line, immediately I'm in the spirit. And I start prophesying. And start seeing, and the atmosphere in the room will change. Why? Because this is a, every scripture is a heavenly chariot. 
path. You have to make it, it you have to have the spirit and the revelation to the grace to make it come alive every time you read it. All right. And so, but yeah, we don't have a lot of time. But we want to move what we're saying, but this thing can only be maintained and sustained in the realm of the Right. Okay, so let's move it. So we're going to talk about the 20s. What's happening now? Let's see. Aha. So we want to talk about 2020. And uh, uh, you can see on and this, anything to write down is 2020. And then put all arrow. Right. So, but we want to talk 2020 and beyond. So we want to go into the, the next 10 years. How old are you? 14. 10 years from now, you'll be 24. 24. If you want to be somewhere in God in 24, 2024, you have to make that decision, that, that action point is right now. I was. It should be like you should have done it yesterday. God is already beyond twenty twenty nine, and He's working with His church. And. Um, so when you're going to look at this year, this, this year, think beyond 2020, you have to have an imagination right now. And at least say 2029, where am I supposed to be in God and where will I be? And understand that you determine 2029 year in 2019. That when the Jews went around the mountain 40 years, it was not that it was decided in that year, year by year. No, 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 no. God, some other generation before that, because they doubted, God says, all of you will die out. And so youngsters could not enter into the promised land because their parents decided it decades before the time. God intervenes in a moment. So, other words, that decision was made in one moment. You see, you get things done in processes, and, and we and that it's, it's required, right? Processes. We manufacture things. We, we're in a process, so we think we can adjust along the way. But the Lord is not like that. The Lord enters the earth realm at certain moments. So when the fullness of time has come, God sent his son, born of a woman. You see, there's a certain time that it, it came. So, so, so that God just moves into the place. There's a certain time that Jesus comes past. There's a civil one he may be found. And so God moves at certain times. So in other words, decades are settled in moments. When? When is your hour of visitation? Is the hour that you hear the message. If a messenger comes at a certain hour, speaking by the Spirit, it is how you will respond at that moment, in that moment, at that time, 
that determines. Jesus said, Jerusalem, how long, how you missed your, your hour of visitation. So now, because they missed the hour of visitation, there will not be another one. Only destruction. And so we be able to discern the move of the Spirit. It's important. If you can study the revivals, the outpourings, you find that people miss God in a moment. But when they saw the thing, they made it say, this is God or not. When they said it's not, they were outside. When it says God, they had the opportunity to be inside. So moments like we have here are opportunity. These are moments of opportunities. These are, these are the moments. And, and so when a message comes, there is grace there to enter in. And so when God sends a servant, he sends a servant with, a, with the Spirit of God. Now, I haven't spoken about the decade. I've let alone touched 2020. But yeah, the Lord said to me, the Lord spoke to me and said, when you have this thing, uh, you know, um, but a week or so more, two weeks ago, the Lord said to me, when you have this, this main connect, I want you to talk about the deck of the laser head. Right? Because there is grace, right? And at that time, there is, yeah, there is grace. You must capture the grace in the heart by capturing the revelation. So you have to think very far and to move of God very, very far. 2020, into 2020, is not like the other times. Now, yes, it's a new decade and all these other things. But you have to understand how God works. God works in this, for dwelling. You dwell with God in dwelling places. For as many as are here in this room today, so many, so many dwelling places there are. So, other words, you can, your, your neighbor is walking with God in another place than you do. All in the Spirit, all in the Holy Ghost, all in the heavenly world, but in a different place. You can be sitting here physically co-located here, but in the realm of the Spirit, you are different. For some person, you're walking around so close, so when he hears, he has got audibly. He's got visibly. And so that person, I was sitting with my wife a few days ago with somebody, there was this woman in, in the house. And we were talking, talking, she was talking. And, uh, and suddenly, I felt it over my left-hand side. And I was no longer in the room. And I was struggling to keep up. And eventually, I closed. And I could hear the woman go, because now it was weird. And the person's talking, but now my eyes are doing that. And, and, and I saw the Lord Jesus Christ. And I was in the realm of the Spirit. And um, I said to my wife, I, opened, I, I, said, I said, Jesus. When I said, I said, Jesus, I was gone. And Jesus took me to this woman's life, family, back in the generations, back in the prison into and says, this is what I want to do. Jesus. Now, for that person, now, my eyes was closed and I could hear the woman weeping as the presence of the Lord filled the place. And sobs was there. My eyes is closed because I cannot, because I am, I am lost now. 
my eyes and my spiritual eyes are not open and I'm looking and I'm seeing shown this now where that person dwells it may not be but for me I was there and I'm seeing the Lord why I do not know every single person the reason why we hear God different we dwell God in a different place and so, in the same time that we move into 2020, and remember, I think in our book, um, The Year, Year of Your Life, um, we, 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 we speak about these things where, where Kronos meets Kairos, where heaven meets earth. And, and so, in a similar way, every, just like the Lord said, in the fullness of the Kronos, he sent his son. And there are certain times, even natural times, that God has determined that, that new dimensions are made available. We all know that the greatest moment for us is when Jesus Christ stepped out of eternity. The word became flesh and stepped into, out of eternity into, into time. Right. And, um, but at that time, now 2020 is a, is, a, is, a, is a shift like that in the spirit. That things become now available to the body of Christ like, like we have not had it there before. But the things of the spirit are spiritually discerned. The natural man cannot receive it. But you must understand that we come in a church, modern day Christianity, that is more natural than spiritual. We are more motivational speakers, encouragers. We've studied human sciences until we are, we are professors in it. And we've added a little bit of spiritual flavor and a bit of tongues in between and a bit of worship music. And now we are giants. It's not true. So, so we are a generation much ignorant of the ways of the true spirit of God. And so, but, but one thing we must remember, remember where we are at, that this, this time we're coming into now, this season we're moving into now, it's a season where when we move into 2020, we move into another dimension, into another world. Now, what you must make sure that you capture, that you enter into another door. You see, that's why John, he says, yeah, I heard a voice, I turned, and I, and I saw a door open in heaven, and I heard a voice, say, come out here, and he entered into that door. The man in whose life, whose ministry, I got born again so many years ago, tells a story how in August of the, ni- of the year 1983, on a certain weekday evening, he was on his bed, and he looked up, and there appeared a between bit, uh, about the, by the height of the ceiling and his ceiling seemed to disappear but yet his whole room was still there and, and then he felt as when that door opened it's like something was sucking him through that door and, uh, and he said eventually after much struggle because he didn't know what was happening he thought he was dying and he entered and he, and he could see that his body was on the, on the bed next to his wife. And, um, and he was moving through this. And, and the thing like sucked him through. And boom. He was standing in heaven. 
Now, cut the long story short, he had a lot of things, and the Lord eventually said to him, these are uh, angels appeared with Jesus, and, and, and there was a nine, nine poles, and the Lord said, these are, these are the nine poles. These are the poles of great price the gifts of my spirit. And, it, and they began to f force this or put uh, like a rope, put this rope into his, into his belly in heaven. When a man came back from that experience, he had stood before people and the x screen would appear. He would say, could tell you your name, your number, what's wrong with you. You could say, there's a demon, you could see. And, 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 and they ministry been spanned around the world. Went from a, a church in, in, in Virginia Beach to a global ministry which came to Cape Town, which I was in the meeting and I got born again. Right, and there I saw glory in that man's meetings. I could look, and I, my eyes, and I was a baby Christian, and my eyes would look, and I said, oh. and the glory of God, the cloud, and you look into it like it's like you look into heaven. Now, why? When he, because he went through a door, and his whole life changed from that door. He never came out of a door. You understand? And so now, because he was in that world, his world was full of angels. Full of God, full of glory, full of the word of knowledge, full of miraculous things. You don't have to, it's, it's, it's a door, it's a world. And so you must make sure that when you get into 2020, that you capture that world, enter the new dimension. That you do, it's not an effort thing, no, no, no. It's not like, you have to know, it is there. What I was trying to say to you in my own little experience here. So I will tell you, pray an hour every year. Pray an hour in the morning. Pray an hour in the evening. But in the number, I do it. Right. To be here, I prayed five minutes in tongues if that was so much. You see, but, we, but my instruction is not because I do it. No, no. In my world, I may have to pray less in tongues. Or do things less. One of, one of the great wonders, Dr. Martin Howard Brown. The man was eating three good meals a day and had a big belly like this and moving the power and all the skinny people fasting 40 days could not uh, uh, replicate the power. Amen. Why? It's a world that was given him. He moved in the world of the Holy Ghost. He cried out until he came upon his life. He obeyed until he stepped into, into a dimension. Do you understand? So, other words, when you shift dimensions, the rules of that world changes. It's like moving from this country to another country. Right? You move to, move to the northern, northern hemisphere, you can't walk like this now. It, it is, it is, it is, you get cold. Right? Now, that is the way. When we say we, we, you're shifting in 2020, that means there's something that should become, become more automated in the spirit. Yeah? I'm not saying it's broader. I live another kind of life also. You, you understand? I, 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 my, my worldly intake is very, very, very narrow. Right? And so, uh, but that is part of that world. But if I move into 2020 now, I must move into another dimension where it becomes even easier if, if not, if I, if as long as I go narrower and with a different set of engagements. Okay? It's important. And these things are not only important, but in between 2020 and 2021, so I, I will have I've learned from my own experience from the Holy Ghost. He will tell me, for the next, next three months, I want you to get up at certain time to pray. 
I don't know why. You see. He knows. Not because it's colder or warmer or what. He knows. It's something else. Now, 2020 is an opportunity for you to step into another world. And then it's about vision. And it's about that vision that you have. And so... It is very, very important. If you, if you, if you have your Bibles, let me let me read some Bible. You can at least say, "I is it, I, it's pink up there. It's nice and funky. None of you are wearing pink, uh, uh, but uh, it's it's a nice color. I have a couple of pink shirts. Uh, I never wear them to church, but I, it's uh, <laughs> it's there. <laughs> but the Book of Acts, chapter number two. And I'm reading. The famous verse that you all know from the heart. Acts chapter number 2. And God says that, he says, These are men are not drunk as you were supposed, but this is that. Right? So we're talking about vision, right? So in vision, it says here, verse number 7 of Acts chapter number 2. It says, And it shall come to pass in the last day, save God, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters shall prophesy. So they will speak forth some things. And said, so your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. And in that day I will pour up, um, up my spirit upon all flesh. So, so, so it's prophesy, prophesy. Visions. Dreams. Right. And so 2020, as we move into, it's not only a, a play on words and because it's 2020, vision and so on and so forth, but, uh, but there is a something that's going to come upon the body of Christ. It's prophecy should be your everyday thing. But something is going to come that is very extraordinary in the area of visions. We said that the Lord ministered to us and said, there are three elements I want my people. To have in 2020, right? In 2020, we understand it's about intimacy with Jesus, and that should always be the case. Uh, but especially in 2020, and I'll, we'll talk about why that is important. Then we spoke about that, you know, being living precisely, very precise, moving from 2020 forward, and um, hopefully the Lord will give us the opportunity to release that book. Um, sometime very, very soon. Um, but how people deal with certain semantics of, and maybe some practical things of how to live life more precisely. But the third thing is to do with the work. Living, do, doing that work and being productive. Executing vision. And so what God wants for his church going 2020 and beyond, is God is pouring out grace upon visionaries. Now remember, things are available. It says, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro, looking to show himself strong on behalf of them whose heart are loyal or stout-hearted to loyal towards or poised towards him. So in other words, God has, God has grace available. And God says he found that he looked for a man. So God is also always in search for somebody. He says, I found David. 
So God is looking for, 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 for in 2020, God is looking, 2020, this decade of the 20s, God is looking for, for visionaries. So it is those who are convicted enough about, about the vision they have. But they are ready and as the hearts are committed to running with it. 20, the 2020s is a decade for doing things. Ours, the grace will be available to do things. God is ready to fund. God is ready to enable. God is ready with visions. And so it is the young men, especially, like you. And remember, the, the, the dreams are what children dream. Children have dreams. What you want to be. Visions is what you see, what you write down, what you run, act upon. Yeah? And so you can have a dream, but if a dream doesn't become a vision, and vision become action, it is actually still remains dead, isn't it? So, so visions is what God is going to do. And so young people's grace to excel. And we're going to talk about the environment that is coming upon the earth in the next decades. And, but visions is what you should be growing. So now as you are here now, this is tomorrow or it's December, you should have the vision should be clear. The vision for 2020 and beyond should be clear. But we say, but if you're only looking at 2020, you are too short-sighted and you probably crash and burn by 2021. But if you see beyond, at least for the next decade, and can see what God has shown you, and you are ready, your heart is ready to run. Those are the people that God will invest in in 2020 going forward. And of course, dreams. And old man dreaming dreams is saying that God will renew youth. God will take time out of the equation. And these two things here saying that if young men are seeing visions, they're executing almost before their time. And all men are dreaming things that, that, that have been old shall be revived. And shall become again young again. This coming at the mention of the eternal. Why? So that God may execute these things. And then there's another dimension here, which you may not understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in verse 19, he says, and I will show, uh, uh, no, he says in verse number 18, brother, he says, and, and on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour up my, uh, out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Now, uh, we've mentioned this in a previous occasion, that this year, that the servants and the maids, servants are two different things. Right. He says, behold, the Lord God do have nothing unless he reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophets. Jesus, when he speaks about the revelation, the book of the revelation, the revelation of Jesus Christ, when he, when he mentioned the servants, he was always talking about his apostles and his prophets, right? And so you can add the Bible. When he talks about servants, he talks about them that are officially being employed in his, given a charge by him. Even in the parable of the talents. Right? So, but he has come in the mention of prophetic on the earth, and uh, and we'll talk about that in, uh, when we deal a little bit with what actually is going to happen in this decade that lies ahead. And so, in terms of vision, you have to be awake. 
You have to be ready. You have this grace in the air. So if you're thinking, you know, well, uh, so, so remember, there's a difference between a dream and a vision. A dream, now, now, one thing must understand about time, God's time is best. He makes everything beautiful in his time. Okay? So there's a time, things happen, the time that people do things, and there's God's time when God does things. But, they are there is a dimension. So, otherwise, everything starts as a dream. Eventually, it will become a vision. And a vision is for action. A vision must be, must be imp- implementable. Otherwise, it's a fantasy, right? But you can hurry that thing through the process. But it can be painful. And we mention uh, things, so it's, it can be cruel. For example, if you must be, you, if you have a dream or you got a prophecy that you're going to be somebody great, or you're going to have a great ministry, or great this, or great that, or you're going to be very rough, or you're going to do these things, and it's still, you're still at the dream stage of what you have, but you want to be at the vision stage. You want to be executable. That's because everybody wants to be free. Just do the thing, yeah. But God, for everything that God gives you, vision is for stewards. It's a mandate. It's trust given. But God, for everything that God gives you, God demands faithfulness. Good steward. And God will judge you not according to grace, but according to what he gave you and what his standard was and what you produced for fruitfulness. So to him that is much given, much is required. Be faithful little, you should be made faithful with. Faithful never man because if he gives you his your own. So so now that's how God deals with these things. So God is very um He's very, he's, he, he's very precise on these particular matters. So what's important is that you can be accelerated, but the process will be very painful. For example, um, if you want to be moved from one level to another level, so, so God will work with you, God will tell you, say God, is, let's look at that own calling. God calls you as a prophet. He says, I'm going to call you as a prophet. Now, that was told to me many years ago. So now, but now you want to, now what happened, the gift of prophecy may begin to flow, like, and, flow and when people see it, ignorant people see it, they will say, prophet. And if I am as dumb as they are, I will say, prophet. Now I announce myself as a prophet, but I really am not because the heaven is not backing me up as a prophet. So now to make myself a prophet, I have to now look at certain elementary gifts of the spirit. And say, you see, I prophesy. So I pray for the sick. You see, I'm healed. I'm a prophet. But I can say some stuff, but I'm, I'm a prophet. But I'm not yet. Because the process has not happened yet. So God will begin to form the vessel, break the vessel. Why? Because if he stands up and he must represent God, God will deal any vessel like that with great severity. 
But you can't deal with somebody that is not ignorant. It would be unfair. God will not do that. So God will take you through a process with a word and discipline and small trials. And you'll lose some and you'll win some. And maybe there'll be a, uh, things and the devil will say, okay, now seeing you prophet, let me see if I can kill you. Let me put you in the body bag. If I can put you in the body bag, you will know prophet of this. Right, so, but say you say, no, I don't want to know any word of that. I want to go straight to the thing. It will be severe. So that way we see the whole family. Everybody gets killed except you. In, in one week, one month, in one couple of months, you lost, you lose your mother, your father, your brother, your sister. Everybody, they are dead. You lose everything. They fire you. They do. They, you become into abject poverty. You become a hobo. You think God has left you. You suffer immensely until you say, I am no, nobody going nowhere very fast because it will kill you. And when you are totally broken and nothing left of you, now go, okay, maybe that took a month. It should have taken 10 years, slowly, less pain. Uh, but now it's taking you one moment. The great watchman, he said that, that you're going to have a fall upon, upon the rock and be broken or the rock and fall upon you and crush you. That's how God prepares his servants. But you have to be broken either way. But you're the one moment God can deal with you. One single moment. One. You see, therefore you find that God will talk to you. Like a man like William Branham talk to him. says, go and do this thing. Now in the process, if he follows, he learns. If he disobeys, he gets crushed. Why? Because God has a timeline. Like in his case, he was slow. God has a timeline, so God breaks him quickly. Dead wife, dead daughter. Begging for her to come back to life. Ain't gonna happen. He's dead. When he himself wanna kill himself, he can't kill himself. When he goes deadly sick and God says, now you're gonna die. But when you die, I'm waiting for you. It's not gonna be nice for you for eternity. Are you gonna do my will? He says, yes, God, I will do my will. God heals him. When he was older, he says, no, I, will be, I, could have been hundred, I should have been a hundred times greater than I am now. But because I disobey God. That's the difference between the process of the voice forming you, shaping you, doing something in you, in his time, making it beautiful. Versus a crushing. Now they are servants of God. They are vessels that even with God's plan to break them through crushing. Through death. Even we talk about ourselves. You see, and that is when I had that revelation. That life is about Jesus. Loving Jesus. Now, Jesus, now, Lord says, now you have died on that day. Now go and tell my people that life is about Jesus. Loving Jesus. You see, but do I want to get, do that, go through it again? No. No. Absolutely not. Another man of God that, that influenced my life said that he had, a, he had a, a, a heart condition. And no matter how he prayed for it, it never went away. Until one day God took it away. Until he decided, I'm going to die on a living God. And he, he begged for God to heal him. God never healed him. And then one day, the things have stopped. What was that? Forming his prophet. Forming his servant. No matter. Now, it's not only for prophets. It's for, for everyone that is given a mandate by God to one day give you of the other. And so... This 2020 is not going to be for anyone. It's going to be for those people who gone as shape for vision. Now, just because you're not ready to execute in 2020, doesn't say you're not ready to execute in 2021. 
Just because you're not ready to execute in January, doesn't say that you, know, you, you will not be ready in March. Yeah? And so, but to this year coming, this decade coming, is about action, supernatural action. You have to have that faith, that persistence, that pulling, that look 11, look 18. You have to have a knocking ability. You have to have a tenacity to say, God, you have to use me. You have to do with me. You and I together this year, this decade. But you must be able to see far. That's why I asked the young man, how old are you? So I want him to see himself at 24. And then he must compare himself to some other 24 years old people there. Find the highest person at 24 you know. And then determine that you'll be twice as high as that person. And then ask God for the wisdom, what does that look like? What do you kind of a young man must you be in the next 10 years to be twice as, as, as that person? Why? And now it will mean that, that where there's no prophetic vision or prophetic revelation, the people cause to be strength. Right, they perish. So other words, but if there's a prophetic vision of the future, a certain trajectory, you are now ready. You, you, you will be living the life, running the type of race to, as to get the prize. Yeah? If you're running the, the 400, you know you must give it your all. Uh, the one that crosses there first, even no energy, wins. But, it, but if it's 10,000 meters, it ain't so, ain't so easy. Yeah? So you must pace yourself. And so that is about, see, what is the Lord showing me? Where am I 10 years from now? And what must I be like? And you're not doing this thing in heaven, you're doing it on earth. Right. right. Now, I couldn't find a better picture between this morning and now. <laughs> in the five minutes that I had, or 50 minutes, five, where am I? It's to say that, if you view this landscape, it has many peaks, many plateaus, many things. Now, in the realm of the spirit, it is like that. Sometimes, it is, so many times, I, I, in the realm of the spirit, there are high places. And uh, for the very least, in your life, in this decade, you must find yourself in a space on top of a mountain, keeping high ground. And that high ground must be kept for generations until the Lord comes. And you will move and take higher ground, take ground, secure it, higher ground, go again, take higher ground, and so forth. Okay? And this picture is partly to show you that there are certain pinnacles, high points, that you must keep. For the Lord's army are those type of things. Are going to move like that. Now, now again, God speaks to us in visions. So, I once saw a vision of on, on a mountain range like this. And I saw an army rise up. And I saw, saw champions standing on the hills on the top of the mountains. One army, all looking totally different. Different armor, different altogether. Standing on top of places that they have conquered with diff different weaponry. 
And the Lord said to me, so that is my army. That is how they are. Yeah? And so it is absolutely important that we understand it. And secondly, if you saw the realm of the spirit, you will find in the heavenly world it is the same. It is, a, it is you see in the same manner. In the realm of the spirit, there are levels and you walk of God at a certain level. So if somebody, um, it happened with us, if I say, I see Jesus, and today we, I'm walking with Jesus in the realm of the Spirit. Well, I'm, looking, I'm, I'm walking on a place like this. When I saw, I saw the man of God, I remember had years ago, uh, the man of God went to heaven, and he went, and, and, and I was caught up in a vision, and I, me, I met him on a high place of he, in the, it's in the, it's the realm of, it's in heaven, but it's close to earth. But it was like this, and he stood, and he said to me about his wife, and he says, if a wife do this thing, this happening in my wife's life now. He said, this happening in my spiritual son life now. And he, and, he, and he took me into the future of the church, took me down to the, and, when I, and, and he said, now I, now I was asked to come minister at that church, and I didn't want to. Because there wasn't ministry anyway. And, Lord, and, and the man of God said to me, you need to minister to my, to go down to them and tell them. You are there, I cannot. And he was standing to me in a place like, like this. And as I, was, I, was, as I was, was with him like this, I would be taken, and I would be there in earth. And I'll be back. I would travel like that. And when I came back, I said to his wife, I have a message from your husband. And I said, this is what you condors are doing. And she said, true. Now, nobody could have known that. Only the woman and God. But where did I see the man? In heaven, on plains like this. And so, when you're going to walk of God, and this is in, in, in the next decade, you have to walk of God on these plains in the spirit. Have you ever heard that I'm living from the mountaintop? You think it's, it's, it's a figurative thing? No, 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 no. It's a little pl a place in the realm of the spirit. There was a song other, other in one of the meetings, just, uh, say, we're going to fly in, but I said, on this mountaintop, we are, and you think it's, it's, it's a, no, 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 I am on the mountaintop. I'm standing and I'm seeing. And these are the dwelling places of God. And the Father's domain. Once I was prophesying to this, to this young lady, and I stood, I said, I said, I'm standing on the, on, the, on, the, on the top of a mountain, and I'm looking down, and I'm looking down at the tiles on the, in the room that was there. And I said, I'm standing here, and I see down there is an angel. And he's waving me, and he says to me, see where I land? And he lands, and I say, by the end of March of that time, there's something happening there. Now, for people, if you look at the natural man, it's foolishness. But what they don't understand, I was literally on the mountain. On one of these mountains. Top of the mountain spirit. 
and the angel was standing there inside the valley and that valley was a timeline on the earth and he was saying this year right here is the end of March and the breakthrough took place exactly not something that the woman can control could only be God at the same time at the end of March as it was prophesied by the angel signified by the angel of God where was I was standing on top of a high mountain and he was standing down there, and I saw him but yet he was near, but far, and saying, this place here is the next year and is in March. Now, your life, you are dwelling with God in the dwelling place already. That's the place we mentioned at the beginning. It says everybody dwelling with God. So in, when you execute vision and walk of God, therefore the Abraham walked the length and the breadth of the Walk thou before me and be thou. Walk ye in the spirit. Where in the realm of the spirit? Living from the mountaintop. So when we say live with certainty and intensity, otherwise you can only be certain if you're living from on top. Be from on top. You can see below. You can see what is coming because you're like, where they are living down in the valley, down there, and they can't see when, they can't see what is happening next, or what's waiting for them there. If you're walking in the realm of the spirit in this next decade, you should find yourself always looking at life from on top. And the commentary from that lookout point is different than the commentary from this vantage point looking up. You will say the roads are winding, the winding roads like that. Yes, you say the roads are winding, but I cannot see. I see the roads are winding, but I can see clearly. Why? Because I am, I'm seeing it from an and so in life, the grace is available as you're moving into this next decade. To, you have to, if you're looking at things like this, then you must move into the spirit realm and go to your watch point. Like, uh, what's that guy's name? Prophet Habakkuk. Yeah. Boom, and then you look from on top. What do you see? Those of Zechariah, you just say to his prophet, what do you, what do you, what do you see, Jeremiah? What you see, you see correctly. And now they, sometimes it is like that, like this afternoon for me. It's like, I heard in me a voice speak. And he spoke words that are so high. And I say, true? Really, am I hearing correctly? And then as I, and now as I'm questioning him whether I'm hearing correctly, I am also there seeing. And I say, ah, I see correctly. You, you are telling the truth. But it's Holy Ghost. He always, always tells the truth. But now I realize that he, from way that he's speaking to me, he's speaking from a high place. But where I, I am, in the natural, 
I cannot see my left or my right. I don't know what's coming next. And so he's speaking to me something about the outcome of something. Something about this 2020. But I cannot see it. My circumstance cannot see it. But on the high mountain top, it can be seen. And for that moment, suddenly I'm there. And not now, now I'm not only seeing 20, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 24, until my brain is buzzing and I can't take it that anymore. I mean, Why I believe that experience today was to say to you, this is the grace available to you. Yes. So this is where you're going to live from, from the mountain top. And here I'm talking about moving up a mountain. Now, in the realm of the spirit, and we talked about it in that message, 2020 mission elements, I mentioned it, but we didn't have the board, so I, I was trying to describe it. But we, we doubt of it, and, we, and, and um, before, oh, I doubt of it so many times before. That is 2020, that is 2029. And um, so this was the flat line. And that is the way the Christian is supposed to go, right? But the Christian can also always go like that and also can go south. But, uh, but uh, when we move and we say, let's call this uh, heaven. Right. And obviously this year will be the earth realm, right? And you know how multi-layers can be, right? So in other words, this can be the earth, but remember what, what, it, what, what the scripture says. It says there is heaven and earth visible and in. Right? So there is the earth realm that is visible, which is you and I looking at one another like that. And there is the earth realm that is invisible. Okay, and then there is an invisible world, and for the most part in heaven, not talking about the heaven, like in the heaven, 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 like we got heaven, or what's invisible heaven, atmosphere that heaven we got is, there's invisible beings. Okay, so, but when it comes to the earth realm, what I was trying to say, there is visible and invisible, right? And the realm of the spirit interferes the earth realm. So interpenetrate. So it's around us and in, in us. So in me right now can be f between, between my left hand and my right hand can be a thousand angels. What? Don't, don't go away and say I said there's a thousand angels in the middle of it. Please. That's a bit diabolical. Don't misconstrue the thing. What I was trying to say, 
is that it, the earth, the spiritual realm and the visible realm on earth occupies the same space. Whereas for another being to exist, or animal, anything, they must exist outside of your, they must take up space. But for angels and demons and any uh, um, to be here, uh, they don't have to take up any space. It's difficult to hear, right? but, but they don't take up any space. They are in the spirit. So they don't take up space. But if they f manifest physically, they will take up space. So if a thousand angels manifest physically here, we are all gone. <laughs> Obliterated. Yeah, so we are flat. We, are, we, 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 we have been squashed beyond recognition. Right? Because the angelic bodies are stronger. So our spiritual bodies are heavier, more durable than physical bodies. But we have to understand. But when you're moving in, in this year that comes, this decade that comes, the spirit of Allah, this is the vision, I saw a man moving up a mountain. And the Lord said it will be like this. The Lord says my people will move like that. And along, so, so up, if you look at this here, this is forward, right? This is upward, right? So me, I can't draw, but you see, that's the man. And the man's job is to move over this next decade, upward and forwards. As the man moves upward and forwards, the man is getting closer to the realm of the eternal. More Christ-like. Run the race, setting eyes upon Jesus, ways upon the throne. We, we run and strive for the upward call of God in Christ, for the prize of the upward call. We will call, come up here. So we move towards Jesus. We move to the higher life. We move to, to in, our, in our experience. We are transformed in our revelation. Heaven becomes closer and closer and closer and closer and closer. And we're moving upward like this man is moving upward. And every place we come, like, there's a certain season, a place where we occupy it. And we occupy not only for ourselves, but for our children, and they may come, and our spiritual children, and they may come after us. Yeah? And this is the idea. And so you have to then say that I must take this thing. So where are you supposed to land at the end of 2029? You must live that life. Now, in this thing, the terrain is treacherous, it is steep, and what is coming on the earth, there is contrary forces, and their role is to move you backwards and downwards. Pressure is downwards. Okay? But what we explain to you in the, about, about trajectory, 
and moments in God is that there are certain, say, points where your eyes, your faith, your heart must be connected to. And it becomes a, a magnet, a pulling, a line that keeps you from a downward pulling, downward force, and contrary winds of the realm of the spirit. And so the prophetic word, the vision, the encounter, the grace, the impartation, they are all things that, that come from heaven as it were in here. Remember we talked about Kairos and Kronos and how they are certain points. And understand in a similar manner, although this is a downward thing, you, you have here a, a, a guy standing with a pitchfork. You remember, this is, uh, we, we, we talk about this in one point in time, you know, it's like this. And very job is this points here are, are spiritual intervention points, Kairos moments of the evil day. What is this? That you may stand in the evil? A prudent man who sees evil and hides him? So what was a Paul after after the whole epistle of the heavenly world? He said, "Aha! Everything is here. You must stand in the evil day." And so very evil. But at the same time, God has kairos moments where that inheritance that is yours is released to you. It is also a moment of kairos, and this low line here is chronos. One year after the other year after the other year, the other. and you understand what we talked about. But in this year, there's a cycle and that moves in, in that. Yeah, we talked about that before. And so, but moving up there, so, so that thing then moves down, and your job in, 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 20, in 2020, 2029, young man, is to make sure that you can every moment that God is, is laying a fruit, an entry point to your inheritance. Because you need it. Because if you can't capture that one, this one will get you. The, 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 the downward force of the enemy. And your role is that you move closer and closer. And just like with this man, you have to be properly geared, property, uh, and you must be ready for contrary forces. For your own weaknesses. For the threats and opportunities. So you understand the thing, you clever business people. You know that thing, that sort analysis, the four quadrants. You will know that, right? And so you guys will then have to, when you faced, take this next decade as a venture. And look at what is, this, what is to my strength? What is to my weakness on the inside? Where do I need this? That's why we, we preach messages like, like uh, 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 how to have having power of God. The place of power. These things are not being released randomly. No, no, no. It's being released prophetically. Amen. Why? Because it deals with, with, with strength 
and weakness. And this, in terms of Kairos opportunities, threats, you must scout and spy out your land. This is an exhortation to you that you do these things. But you cannot avoid that focus of a man. You will not be alone. We talked about this enemy, this, oh, this, oh, this, and this mountains, and this army, this champions. And there were many. And so you're not the only one. There are many moving with you. But the most important thing that you have to see here, they are not moving side by side. In the realm of the spirit, there is no side by side. There is no side by side. Which war? Which army? Which battle? Side by side. No, it's too broad. Even if David's mighty men, they are mentioned individually. It's a narrow, it's a string, it's a narrow path. The higher you go, the narrower it gets. But just because it's narrow doesn't say that you must go with it alone. But other people with a similar manner, with a like-mindedness, with a like with a same kind of heart and spirit. But it is not, but it's them that keep in line with the one after the other. One behind the other, behind the other. Generation after generation. Moving things. There's a many in this uh, an analogy. The, the battles the, and the victories the fathers have already won. The seeds are already sown. Some have sown, we are reaping. But the one thing that I want you to see here, side by side in the spiritual realm of work, you will get killed. You will be taken out. You will cause an avalanche. You will cause a contrary flow. Some will fall around the mount of the mountain. Why? Side by side does not work. You must keep in line with the spirit. It's a narrow path. And so how was this decision made? Let's do it together? Never. He decided, 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 he decided. Why? Because every step they take is a battle from within. It's an inner battle. Yes, this one faces the most things. Coming after is easier. And so when you think of your friends, your brothers, therefore Jesus says, what, is, what have I to do with you? What has that to do with you if John stay, I want him to stay here forever? You follow. Everyone must follow the upward call. The same voice. Very important. But you'll be amazed. How much you violate this in your day-to-day -day walk already? 
most of your delays, most of your defeats has come because you walk side by. They right at the foot. We can walk side, stand side by side. When we begin to ascend, it is no more side by side. Side by side becomes the end of your, yeah? And another thing, which is quite lastly, that you have to capture, is what was, was decade will be like. This decade will be like the lion. Fierce, bold, strong. Both from heaven and from earth. Hell. It will be like the eagle. Speed. Strength. Vision. The ability to see. Same way. And like the bear. Vicious and strong and a bear is angry so you will find on the earth and a bear is very violent they are known not like your teddy bear your teddy bear they have deceived us the teddy bear is always mild and you can hug him a real bear is not huggable <laughs> right <laughs> you hug a real bear yogi bear is not a real bear the gummy bears and the real bears, but you bug a real bear, uh, you need something to live. Therefore, David didn't say, I hugged the bear. He said, I killed the bear. Because the bear deserved to be killed, or the bear would have killed him. And so in this year, in this decade, what are you going to find? These are the f kinds of characteristics, the nature of this decade coming. Violence and anger is going to flood the world. The rage is going to flood humanity. There will be more mass killings, mass demonstrations, mass upheavals than you can ever imagine. 2020, look at 2021 to 2023. Great anger. Even in seasons. Lion. So watch the nations. The cities that resemble lions and the emblems. But men will be like that, who will be ferocious. Same like the eagle, there will be advancement in vision of men, technology of men, the heights of men. There will be storms in the, coming upon the earth, and only them that can weather that storms and mo will survive. It will be a 
unprecedented thing that will happen on the face of the earth. It will strike fear, real fear. Many Christians will pray to die, try to go to heaven. They'll be praying for a rapture. So when we talk about it's going to be one like no other. At places Christians will leave the country in a moment. And in the same manner, if you will be as bold as a lion in the spirit, you will overcome. If you're like the eagle in the Holy Ghost, you will overcome. As we talked about vision, high places, high winds of the Spirit, high. If you are as strong and ferocious as that bear, fierce in the sight of God, filled with the holy anger of Christ, the zeal of the Lord consuming you, you will make it in the inverse decade that is to come. What are we trying to do? Where are we going? We are going to one point only. We're going to become preeminent. Amen. We want to end up on top of those pinnacles. On top of the things. We want to be captains of industry. The Spirit of the Lord said to me this afternoon, as I saw in the round, the Lord says there's a lot of Christian. There'll be, a, there'll be a, such a pouring. There'll be, there'll be an amazing, it'll be astounding, the, 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 the hearts and minds of men. There'll, there'll be a flood of Christian millionaires and billionaires arising in this decade to come. And the Lord says, if we'll be all over the world, not only one country, we'll be all over the world, they will arise. And I saw a rider riding on a white horse. And I said, what is this, my Lord? And the voice that spoke unto me, said unto me, this said, the word of God will, will go all over the world. The word of God will spread in this decade that is coming. The word will be everywhere. And the Lord says this, the word will spread with a, a, a holy vengeance and a holy anger. It will be profound, the Lord said. And I saw the fierceness of the word of God. The zeal of the word of God. And the Spirit of the Lord said to me, this year, Revelation 19. And the Lord said, Thou bring, raise up an apostolic and, and a prophetic mandate. And the Lord said that there will be, the prophetic will come to a level that it will govern atmospheres, shifting, shake nations. And I saw nations literally being shaken. Atmospherically, economically, coming atonement. And I saw the Lord as his voice hand lift of certain nations. 
and great weeping comes upon those nations. This decade is not a decade for the faint-hearted. No, this other one was. This was other one was a, was a small, small. It was it was for the weak. This one is no longer for the weak. This is only for the bold, for the courageous, for ones that are lion-like, eagle-like, bear-like, strong. It's for you and others, yeah. Lions. And yeah, I am reminded of the experience I have of the Lord, of an event in an era that is coming upon the earth very soon. be so thing that there will be a fierce battle between superpowers. It will be the hour that the Lord has prepared the church for. And I found myself in this various scenes and, and I was dropped at a place and the Lord said, move this way. And as I moved, I looked and there was this pride of lions. And my mandate was to save an old lion, a very ancient lion. But somehow I was with that ancient lion and the spirit lifted me and put me somewhere else. And as he put me there, I felt alone. I felt like I am going to die. And the whole thing felt so real. And I looked at the lions and I was part of it. only one way. I can turn back or do what God tells. And as I'm walking and I... I thought I was going to be eaten. And the Lord said to me, the life of the uncompromisingly righteous is such. It's a life you must be very courageous, expecting to live, but willing to die. First decade is for people like that. Uncompromisingly righteous. It's a life of the courageous, very courageous. Expecting to live through it all, but willing to die. I can tell you, if I see in the realm of God, even makes my heart shake. This is not going to be easy. Even your own nation, Watch. Watch. That being said, some of you here, the next decade, you are too global to be local. And so we have to catch global vision.
the world will open up to South Africans in the decade that is about to come. You, you will see how God will favor Cape Town in Cape Townians. It will be a enigma. coming a shift towards the end of the 20s there will be a pool of many people who come to the city and from coast to coast the nation will boom because of this And the Lord ministered unto me and said this that the decade of the twenties, twenty twenties. Is a decade for extraordinary feats. And the Lord says, and remind me of Daniel, and says, and the people that know the God, they shall be strong and do great exploits. Exploits in all arenas. Extraordinary feats. 2020 to 2029. Grace will be abundant. He that has an ear, let him hear. If you listening to this message, and we hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to change the way you see and know Jesus, leaving your life empowered, envisioned and enriched. For more messages by Prophet Ryan Jacobs or for more information about the Empowered Church go to www.empoweredchurch.com or view our YouTube channel, Empowered Church TV. Feel free to come join our life-changing services.